0: Welcome back to Data Discourse, a podcast presented by the AFCOM Chicago chapter. I'm your host, John Heiderscheit. We're very fortunate to have with us today Dan Horwich of Camp IT Conferences. Dan, say hello.
1: Good morning. Thank you, John.
0: Thanks for coming on and be a part of this. Now, uh, I attended Camp IT Conferences uh, maybe a few months ago with our company, MDI Access, and uh, they seem to provide some really neat networking opportunities uh, for people from all walks of the IT and infrastructure uh, industries, but for folks who may not know what Camp IT conferences is, why don't you explain it to them a little bit, Dan?
1: Thank you, John. Absolutely. So, Camp has been around for uh, thirty-three years. It's the, it's an acronym that stood for the Corporate Association for Microcomputer Professionals, started by Julian Horowitz, who was a corporate IT manager at Baxter Healthcare and wanted to develop opportunities for individuals to further their careers. So the twenty conferences that we host per year provide attendees with thought leadership, strategies and tactics to help them work through their current and future challenges and the topics span all different areas of the industry.
0: You said it started 33 years ago and gave a little bit uh, background on it, but how specifically did it start? Did you just reach out to uh, did Mr. Horwich reach out to um, a few other people in the community and say, "Hey, come along and it grew from there or was it always envisioned that it would be a networking series or, or tell me a little bit more?
1: Sure. So he had met with someone from the University of Michigan back then who suggested that because of the growth of the industry and a lot of individuals are trying to make sense of the current challenges and how to navigate their careers, um, the suggestion was to put together really a networking group. And there were two types of series at the time there was a networking series and when I say networking it was more focused on desktop and infrastructure and then there was more of like an application development series so for two separate groups there were monthly meetings then there were one day seminars wrapped around that then we had a series of shows where Bill Gates and Steve Ballmer would be the keynote speakers at those events which happened a half a dozen times so The events themselves, the sessions themselves, really sort of morphed into larger shows, one-day seminars. So the whole goal from the beginning was bringing groups of like-minded IT professionals together to help solve their challenges, understand industry direction, and further their careers.
0: Now, in AFCOM, we're really fortunate to have people on both sides of the aisle. We have folks who concentrate in infrastructure solutions, and we have folks that concentrate in IT solutions. Uh, What kind of topics uh, can folks from the IT Solutions Group expect to see at uh, Camp IT Conference?
1: So at the events, we do basically 20 events a year. And we do several on infrastructure-related topics, whether it's data center migration, software-defined networking, purely on infrastructure and data center side. Then we do topics that are tied into that, whether it be infrastructure security, preventing or responding to data breaches, enterprise architecture from a holistic perspective, and then we cover other areas on the IT side, such as portfolio or project management office, BI analytics, and then IT leadership events, that features CIO speakers sharing their experiences on how they got to that position, but more importantly, how to better work with the business. So not only do the events focus on infrastructure and sort of tying it all together with next generation infrastructure and architecture, they also focus on other areas. And it's especially important for infrastructure professionals that they wanna make that leap into the security uh, risk realm or they want to focus more on architecture, we provide educational opportunities to really sort of navigate those paths.
0: It seems like more and more, the two are not being viewed as mutually exclusive, but infrastructure and IT is getting rolled up under the same umbrella. Uh, What kind of of networking successes have you seen for folks who come with one discipline and, and meet a group with a different discipline that's beneficial to them, or what are some of the other ways Uh, Folks who have participated in the uh, CAMP IT conference programs have benefited from uh, the networking opportunities there.
1: That's a great question. So specifically, at a lot of the sessions, I should say not at a lot of the sessions, at all the sessions, we have panel discussions. So whether it's an IT leadership event where it's CIO panels or the infrastructure ops, these panel discussions feature individuals with significant experiences, anywhere from 15 to 25 to 30 years of experience in IT, and they explain how they've made the jump to different roles, um, and they give those specific suggestions. And along with that, there are individuals in the audience that attendees can network with that are either in similar roles or have jumped to other roles, and that networking is so powerful because to, by, by attending these events, individuals are building their networks with like-minded folks who have made that transition and share those experiences. And the feedback that we receive from the attendees is not only do the session, uh, help them with current and future challenges in terms of solving the current day-to-day challenges But also planning for what's what's coming down. They also help them to de- develop um, a career path by Networking with a lot of these individuals on the panels and in the audience and understanding how those individuals have made that career migration
0: You you do about 20 of these a year. I think you said Um for the folks who are listening here, uh, either AFCOM member or not, we've got Dan Horwich of uh, Camp IT Conferences with us today. We're lucky to have him. He's sharing a little bit about what the Camp IT experience is like and what it can do for you if you attend. Uh, they offer topics and seminars on both IT uh, and infrastructure uh, professionals uh, content that would be interesting to both, so uh, check them out. Dan, you, you've had a bunch of these uh, in, in the last 12 months, obviously. Who's been Your favorite speaker in the last three or four months, and what did they talk
1: about? Oh, wow! To 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 pick one would be hard because we have a lot of great speakers, and um, you know, Doug Smith is going to be keynoting our. Infrastructure and Ops event on September 7th. He's currently the Senior Director of Service Management and Healthcare Service Corp, which is Blue Cross Blue, Cross, Blue Cross Blue Shield for Illinois, Texas, New Mexico, and so I'm thrilled to have him back. He spoke last year. And then Glenn Allison, who is the Vice President of Enterprise Architecture and Infrastructure at Tractor Supply out of Nashville, spoke at one of our cloud events over the last year or so, and he recently took this Vice President role down in Nashville, and he's going to be talking about their whole migration with respect the cloud and architecture. So I'm excited for those speakers at the upcoming event on September 7th. Other speakers that have done really a great job at our events would be um, Fred Kwong, who's the chief security officer at Delta Dental, and Edward Marchuka, who's the CISO over at Gift of Hope. They focus specifically on the business issues as it relates to security and infrastructure, and that's really one of the key drivers. So my favorite speakers are the ones that... Tie in a lot of the IT initiatives with the business because it helps the attendees figure out how to better plan It's more than just an IT issue. It's more than an infrastructure issue. It's a business issue Um, and that it's those types of speakers that really have Continued to deliver impact for our attendees based on tying things back to what the business is requiring
0: Let's flip the the script a little bit and talk about what it's like from the audience members seats Uh, when I went to uh, one of your seminars It seemed to me uh, from viewing the attendee list or uh, the responsibility list that uh, you had a lot of uh, return folks and that's good. It means that they see value in the content that you're providing to them regularly. And I'd recommend checking it out to any of the AFCOM uh, folks listening here today or non-AFCOM folks. We do make these podcasts publicly available. But uh, let's flip the script a little bit. What are you getting from your regular attendees or audience members or participants? What are they asking to hear more of today?
1: You know, a lot of them are looking at futures. So... um And they're trying to understand technology innovation. So I always have to be careful that I've got to present content that's going to help them today. The stuff that's coming down three to five years from now, while that may be relevant in some cases, in specific verticals, what the attendees really want to hear is, one, how do they solve their challenges today, two, how do they plan for tomorrow, three, how do they make sense of the new technologies, but I think at the end of the day, They want to make sure that they're delivering business value. So when they look at security and and understanding security analytics and understanding metrics, metrics really spans all of our events. So whether it's infrastructure and apps and data center, whether it's IT leadership, whether it's security and risk, whether it's enterprise architecture, how do they measure what they're doing and how do they show the business? The value of what they 're doing, so beyond just keeping out, keeping the lights on, which is traditionally how it's been viewed, how do they become from the business I should say, how do they become a better business partner so I think it 's really about whatever content is presented, how the attendees can take it back and show the value they 're providing with measurable results, so that 's really the theme that I keep hearing about is how can they be a better partner with the business, whatever discipline they're in. So it could be architecture, security risk, it could be the PMO. And the other key is the attendees are getting, are becoming even more savvy to understand that they really need to know what the business is trying to accomplish. Every attendee now is focusing on a better understanding of what the business actually does to stay in business and then how do they leverage their discipline to help the business grow. Because going forward, that's really how a lot of these individuals are going to prosper in their careers, is really taking more of a, a, an active role in helping the business mitigate risks or design flexible infrastructures and architectures that deliver specific values. So it becomes more and more business focused.
0: Really interesting stuff there and it sounds like you're doing a good job focusing on your uh, your attendee base or uh, the folks that regularly participate with you for somebody that's listening right now uh, with us on data discourse uh, maybe they're interested in uh, at least checking out what a camp IT conference is like take me through what uh, the day or the seminar is like for folks who will be there for the first time absolutely
1: so Upon check-in, check-in is generally around 7 o'clock or so in the morning. There's sort of informal networking goes on, refreshments, an opportunity to talk with other attendees to talk with some of the sponsors. 9 o'clock is the first session, and it's always a keynote session on business drivers. So whether it's architecture or security, what is the business asking of you? And that's always important because it sets the tone of the day. I want to have a strategic session at every event, which we do, so that it can open up the minds as to what certain individuals are accomplishing at other enterprises with a business-focused mindset. Then we'll have a sponsored networking break where attendees can view sessions. Then we'll have two more, uh, or I should say, view solutions. Then we'll have two more sessions before lunch that build upon the first session. Then the afternoon there'll be uh, three sessions and we'll end the day with a panel discussion featuring individuals from IT organizations sharing their experiences whether it be metrics whether it be avoiding pitfalls to uh, IT operation management success whether it be um, building a better business case for enterprise architecture and we really sort of wrap that up with takeaways so every single session there are generally six or seven sessions Uh, For the one-day events and about 18 sessions for the two-day conferences every session is tied back to deliverables. What are Takeaways from the session that you can put to work immediately. How can you better engage the business? So we always put our minds We always always try to put ourselves in the minds of the attendees where if I'm sitting through a whole day of sessions, and I'm going to take a day out of the office what value am I going to be provided with? And that's how all the 20 conferences a year are designed as to what are the takeaways and how do we help individuals better manage their careers.
0: We're coming up on the end of the interview here. Uh, I do have one or two more questions, uh, particularly. Um, What are some of the next uh, seminars coming up out of the gate that folks can look at that see, oh, maybe this one or that one will uh, fit with my uh, personal professional discipline?
1: That's a great question. So September 7th, we're doing Infrastructure and Operations Management, and uh, a good part of the sessions are being presented by individuals from IT organizations, both formal sessions and panels. That's on September 7th in Rosemont, Illinois. Then we're going to be doing Risk and Information Security Management on September 19th in Dallas, and then October 4th, Risk and Information Security Management um, in Chicago, followed by IT Leadership Strategies, where most of the sessions are being presented by CIOs on October 18th in Rosemont. Enterprise Architecture, where a number of the sessions are presented by CTOs and Enterprise Architects on October 26th, and the rest of the calendar can be located at CampITsince1984.com, and all those programs, uh, all the sessions um we have confirmed throughout December of 2018. So be, ch- be sure to check all those out. You can also register online. If anyone has any questions, they can contact me via email, dan at campconferences.com. And if any individuals are interested in sharing their experiences, uh, I'd certainly love to hear from them as well.
0: You read my mind and took away one of the last questions I had, which is for folks who don't just want to attend, but maybe think they could get involved as a presenter or speaker, where should they go?
1: Uh, So they can reach me via email, danacampconferences.com, and they can also reach me in the office at 224-251-8889, or visit us online. There's a link on the site, CampITSince1984.com, for speaking, and they can fill out a speaking submission, and that will come directly to me.
0: That sounds great. We've got one last question here, and it's a catch-all I give to all of our guests. I'm particularly interested to hear your answer because as part of the Camp IT Conference program, you probably come across not only a lot of uh, relevant content for today but in the future so I want to ask you this what's one technology innovation or IT innovation or infrastructure in, innovation or maybe a combination in all three you think will make a significant impact on uh, business in general throughout 2017 and 2018 and also on how folks in uh, the IT realm and in the infrastructure realm uh, uh, work in in their discipline and in their roles
1: that's a great question because there's so many technologies that are, always, that are always coming up, and there's so many technologies that have so many promises or that are promised to deliver great business results or promised to do this, that, and the other. I think the key with any of these technologies is to focus on things that can be applied today. That are working today and that can drive business value today. So the topic that I think that is uh, that I've seen coming down that not only is available today is that of analytics, but more importantly, how do you leverage analytics beyond just business intelligence or big data? So there are a lot of vendors now that are talking about security analytics. They're now um, vendors that are talking about analytics as it relates to IT operations and infrastructure I think that's really exciting because you can specifically when you use those types of tools or strategies you can specifically apply it to individual disciplines whether it's risk and security to reduce for and potentially reduce breaches, whether it's for infrastructure and IT operations and obviously the BI piece. That's something that's measurable. There are other technologies out there like virtual reality and artificial intelligence but that people are talking about, there's specifically IoT, um, which has great promise and is working very well at, to a certain extent at, at the beginning of it whether it be manufacturing and hospital, but with any of these technologies, I think the key is understanding IT security considerations. So, IoT, if you look at with respect to hospital, you have to focus on the security considerations first. Whether it's artificial intelligence or virtual reality, any of these technologies that people are promoting, you have to take a security first Uh, approach, whatever it might be, because security is really helping safeguard the business, helping to reduce risks. So my one recommendation, while a lot of these technologies are exciting, they open up potential risks. So while they can be... Uh, productive for the business, allow me to take a security risk approach first. So I would say analytics really is a driver for a lot of companies to make business decisions that they can act on now, and a lot of these other technologies are coming down the path. But it needs to be built into the architecture, it needs to be built into the framework, and then again, um, focusing on making sure that it not only is it productive, but we protect the business.
0: Your point here kind of dovetails with uh, the first episode we did for Data Discourse, which had to do with predictive analytics and UPS systems. I had a couple guys from Eaton on, and... uh, that's definitely a topic that was touched on a lot in that episode so i, I definitely think you're you're in the majority where you, where you see uh, analytics being a big development moving forward uh dan it's been a real pleasure to have you here on uh, data discourse we're excited for everything that uh, you're going to keep on doing over there with the camp it conferences uh, maybe one day we can come over and live cast a, a seminar that you do if you have uh, some space and time for it. But in any event, thank you very much for being a Data Discourse guest. Uh, Dan Horwich, uh, anything else you'd like to add?
1: No, John, thank you so much for the time. I appreciate it. And, again, if any AFCon members or non-members would like to to connect with us um, in, in with respect to networking, getting involved as an attendees or sponsor, or just networking in general, I'm always happy to open up my network to like-minded professionals and help individuals as they navigate their career paths.
0: That sounds great. You've been listening to Dan Horwich with Camp IT Conferences and myself, John Heiderscheit. This has been another episode of Data Discourse, a podcast presented by FCOM Chicago chapter. Thanks for listening, and we'll have more.